0: I am the Lord, Almighty God. I am the one who will not to my heart. I am the shepherd and I am the door. I am the good news to the man You are listening to the broadcast of True Bible Mission for Jesus Church, located at 6010 West Mill Road, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where the pastor is Elaine Allen. I am, I am
1: Jehovah, and I am the King, I am Messiah and David's
0: offspring. I am your High Priest and I. the Lord is chat time. Praise the Lord is chat time. Praise the Lord is chat
1: time again. Praise the Lord
0: is chat time once again. This week we will continue our
1: discussions of current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So this week I want to talk about coronavirus. I want to talk about how people react to coronavirus. How people are should react to coronavirus. How people who really, really believe in the Lord react to coronavirus. You know, and and one thing I noticed that every day you hear, there's an update. On Channel 12, the president taught, or all stations, I guess, around noon time, there's always an update, keeping your distance, how many people should gather together, hand washing, they stress hand washing, and uh, limiting Mm -hmm. visits in nursing homes, and I understand that this is a serious uh, virus, but not often do I hear pe- people praying. I mean, you hear how they cancel church, they cancel uh, services, and um, or they do it online, and you're supposed to stream the the service online, or on Facebook, or um, do it that way, and you hear just messages. Well, I didn't really listen to any, many uh, messages, but they, they're all, you know, just general messages. I, I was impressed by Archbishop Lystecki of the Catholic Church of this Archdiocese, and I was impressed the other day when I saw him on TV and he said that what they were going to do is pray. They were praying for, uh, he was praying for the general public, he was praying for the people that work, he was praying. And what he intended to do and is doing is he goes out with several priests and he actually goes to different businesses or different places. And he prays for the people. He feels like now, while that's not everybody's calling, and that the Lord didn't tell everybody to do that, I was impressed with the fact that he feels like you put on the armor of God and you go out there and you pray, knowing that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. You know, maybe maybe you'll get a get a touch of the virus, maybe you will, but it won't prosper. You know, I I used to think about that scripture a lot where it says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I thought meant I was impervious to any destruction, any problem, any sickness, any disease, until, you know, I started to go through some things. And then I thought, man, I thought this says, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. But that's the whole bottom line. It will not prosper. God will bring you out of it. God will bring you... It. He'll take care of you in the meantime while you're going through it. And so I guess what I want to impress on people is to pray to the point where you don't feel panicky. Pray to the point where you feel that God's word is bigger than what you hear on TV and what you hear on the radio. Right, and what you a lot of people.
2: They'll say they understand it.
1: I think it says Isaiah 3.10 says that that for the righteous it's going to be well with you it will be well with you so you don't have to worry I mean it's, there's a difference between being concerned over catching the virus and actually being so afraid to even go outside. That you're not trusting the Lord,
2: that you have
1: It's going to be well with you, and you have to know that. You have to know that inside your heart. You have to know that inside your spirit. And you know, I, I don't know what to think of this. I don't know um I really don't know what to think of this whole thing, you know. People say, you know, they have a lot of criticisms. Like it's, um, you know, they blame people from China. And I was saddened when I heard that this restaurant, um, I think it's on Brady Street or off of Brady Street, and at Holton and Brady or something like that. They closed. It was called Lucy Lou's and they actually closed because they got threats all the time because they were Chinese, and they were afraid because, I don't know, the, the president says that the virus came from China. Well, I agree with that. I guess I agree with that. But then you have people who are, they go off the deep end and they accuse Chinese people for sending it. Or had you know for people getting sick and and right and then they have to take a stand because you're gonna
2: find racism and bigotry no matter what people who step out of line and threaten and so I feel for them being so afraid but they're, they're going to stand for
1: I think it was maybe it's maybe that's not the right name of the restaurant not I don't know but yeah, I I hope that they <coughs> And I thought that was sad because oh, not because you know because you can take take out food, but they closed not because of the virus, but because of
2: racism. Um,
1: so, is it closing? I don't know. I have no idea.
2: But if they're
1: brings out the worst in people. Right. And more hatred too. More hatred. <clears throat> what gives
2: me is more hatred. So you can't, they might not come right out and say it, but to me, it's more hatred towards the Lord. It's like an underlying if you don't love the Lord, there's just no way that you're going to love your fellow man, that you're going to love your neighbor. It's just not going to happen. So if you don't bear the love of God in your heart, then the hatred of the darkness that you have Of the Holy Spirit, of God's peace, of joy, of faith. You don't have. to Revelations and you look at the
0: The world and what the world is doing, and how the world is going backward, and how the world pushing certain agendas and everything like that, and it causes the Lord to send these things to do these things to try to get the world's attention. But the world wants to be, you know, stubborn, hard headed, and further left they want to go, and then then they want to cry out, "Lord, help me!" But it can be, He just. Trying to get his wake up call, uh, and the world is still pressing the snooze button, or they just not hearing the alarm go off. Right. You
2: know, I mean, it, the
0: Lord said, fire,
2: and, he scorched them, and so they not repent. They still repenting? they're blasphemed. And the Lord uh, sent doctors, and they, they nod for the pain, but they said, repenting, they're And that's basically what people do. And one thing I had admired about Wisconsin, when we had some type of storm, because it was unusual for this particular type of storm to take place here in Wisconsin, the people had no sense to say, what are we doing? And so they actually consulted the Lord. They actually they they had prayer. You know, they actually consulted the Lord. Like, there has to be a reason for this to happen. The Lord must be trying to get our attention. We don't want to get away.
1: sent me articles on the coronavirus, and one of them is from CBN News, and it talked about how Trump, Pence, and uh, Secretary Ben Carson spoke to hundreds of pastors on a conference call recently, and uh, Trump specifically was asking for them to pray for stamina for the health of the country, and Vice President Pence commended pastors for the vital work churches are doing throughout this ordeal. And um, Secretary Ben Carson encouraged the group by saying, God still has his hand on this nation. So um, Pence was talking about a scripture from Lamentations 3, chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, where it says, and, and I don't think this is the King James Version, but His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And that's true. Right. God is faithful to His Word every day. And every day that you wake up, His mercies are brand new every day. And He's, he never he's full of compassion. He knows how you feel. He knows how... He, how You know, if you're fearful, he knows that. If he knows that you're kind of cautious or apprehensive or, you know, he knows all of that. He has compassion on you, Mm -hmm. and he's not going to let anything happen to you. Exactly, and when he says mercy, he means mercy. Trump and Pence spoke. The House and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson addressed the pastors and he told them that uh, Donald Trump needs prayer right now because he's under attack 24 7. I'm sure he does, he does, but you know, yeah. I just I sure would hate to be president. I i don't know anybody in why they would want to run for president. I, I, I just I don't,
2: don't know. Anything. You know, I, I don't need to think about that. <laughs>
1: Anyway, then he gave God credit by pointing out how things could, even, could be even worse economically if it weren't for the economy. What if this had not happened during the time when we were experiencing tremendous economic gains? Carson told the pastors, what if it happened during the time of economic depression? Can you imagine what would have happened? God is merciful. Let's pray for God's intervention. And to have him show his power so that people can really see the power of God. Oh, yeah. Right, that's, and that's what we should do. And then another article was sent to me. I didn't know who she was, but tennis legend Margaret Court. Yeah, I, I don't know, you know them? No. You know her? It's, uh, she was, who once claimed LGBTQ people want to brainwash children, is founder of a church that claims... Coronavirus won't affect them. She started a church and she says that she won't close a church because it's protected by the blood of Jesus. She was one of the brightest stars to ever play in women's tennis. She won more Grand Slam tournaments than any other player, man or woman, during her career from 1960 to 1977. Then she retired and converted to Pentecostalism and became a minister in 1983. The Australian athlete then created a church in Perth, Australia in 1995 where she has consistently preached against same-sex marriage and used anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. In the wake of the coronavirus pandemic, many churches and places of worship around the world have closed. But Quartz Church, the Victory Life Center, has refused to. The church's leadership is in agreement that this COVID nineteen will not come near our dwelling or our church family, is what they wrote on their church's website. We are praying daily for you, knowing that we are all protected by the blood of Jesus. For your convenience, hand sanitizer readily available at all of our sites. They continue. Our desire is for you to be informed and know that our heart is is to protect and ensure the safety of all who can worship, continue to worship together all of our services will operate as per normal. So the announcement concluded with Psalm 91, verses 9 to 10, right. which in part reads, "No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling." So asking congregants to still participate in church activities as per normal could pose a huge risk for spreading coronavirus, as most health Officials recommend social distancing, uh, but the court, but the church, uh, Margaret Court's church, will allow the opposite. So um, she also launched a campaign against Qantas Airlines, Australia's flag carrier airline, over the company's support of same sex marriage in 2017. Um, I mean, she's, she's, doing the work of God.
2: Right, she's exercising her faith and you can't condemn her for her faith in the Lord.
1: No, her a lot of people disagree with it, but, you know, we as saints disagree with what the world does. You know? Right, it's just natural. We disagree with people having uh, even, even just heterosexual sex out of Right, born again. Yeah.
2: Because God says it should not be. I mean, they don't realize that those type of relationships are a reflection of Christ's relationship with the church. That everything that the Lord has done in the natural reflection of those things that are spiritual. And people who aren't spiritual, they don't see it. They're in the flesh.
1: And then this article came to me, it was sent to me but I think it's from the UK News And the world is in the grips of a coronavirus epidemic unlike anything seen since the outbreak of SARS in 2002. So, you know, when I think about that, I don't remember the outbreak of SARS. I don't remember such a big uh, to-do about SARS, but the coronavirus has infected thousands of people since last December and killed thousands. um, If so this article is basically talking about the coronavirus prophecy. The bizarre claim four horsemen of the apocalypse have arrived. And I don't know if if you know it's the article says, just read the book of Revelation and repent of your sins before it's too late. Uh, Twitter user said beginning of sorrows, Matthew twenty four citing Matthew chapter twenty four, verses three to eight. Australian wildfires, coronavirus, earthquakes in odd places, increased rage, murders worldwide, massive hunger increases. Right. And then there's the, the there are those that laugh at the book of Revelation.
2: It's silly, but all these things that they're not made, the book of Revelation. No, I said they are, they silly. are right. All these things happen because man has gotten further and further away from the Lord. I mean, there's a, there's a reason why, you know, war is increasing and that there's murder and that uh, as the Lord tries to get man's attention, all these chastisements come upon the earth. There's a reason for it because man is becoming more and more wicked, and the Lord is doing this to give them a
1: chance. Mm-hmm. So the book of Revelation details a uh, terrible terrible events that will unfold before the second coming of Christ. Many Christians believe the end of the world was prophesied in the last chapters of the Bible, the book of Revelation, and one of these events will be the arrival of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, one of which is believed to represent, (laughs) is to be represented by the coronavirus. It is imperative that each of us take heed while there is still time, the four horsemen are typically represented as death, war, famine, and pestilence, pestilence or plague. And evangelists Gerald Flurry and Wayne Turgeon of the Trumpets said we have already examined the first three horsemen. The first is religious deception, next is war, then famine. With the fourth, pestilence, ceases Horsemen represent the final, end-time culmination of the most traumatic problems endured by a rebellious mankind. They picture one of the most ominous scenarios ever. It is imperative that each of us take heed while there is still time. Conspiracy theorists have claimed online the coronavirus represents the pale horse and its rider. I don't, I don't know. know about all that. I don't yeah. know. You know, I don't. It says you just read it and ask for an understanding. You read for an, and ask for the Lord for an understanding.
2: Right. But I, I don't know about all that because, I mean, I don't think it's just limited to one virus. Just like I don't think it's limited to one earthquake, one war, there's wars and rumors of wars, the beginnings of sorrows, a famine, you know, plagues, you know, S-posed again. I think that the world is in a turmoil more wicked the world becomes, the more of these incidents we're going to experience. You know, a lot of this confusion came about with same-sex marriage being uh, adopted all over the world. And then the next thing you know, it's started to happen all over the world. So as man becomes more wicked, it's like cause and effect. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy.
1: Mm, that's interesting. I know there are people who'd like to debate that with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll continue next week with uh, coronavirus news and other good news from the Bible.
0: Yes, praise the Lord, saints. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Now, with everything that is going on with the coronavirus and other worldliness in the world, God's people do not have to fear, according to Isaiah 41 and 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. For I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Not ain't God all right?
1: God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, after Noah and his family and all of the animals left the ark, after the land was dry, what was the first thing Noah did? The answer is, he built an altar and offered burnt offerings. The answer can be found in Genesis chapter 8, verse 20, which reads, And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. This week's scoop for Thought is, When did Noah and people in general, stop being vegetarians. Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.